What's up, everyone? This is your boy, JJ, coming in for another episode of This is the Life Podcast. Before we get started, as always, I like to give shout-outs. Now, today's shout-out is going to be one in particular. I want to give a shout-out to the Let's Rap Podcast, and particularly uh, one of their hosts, uh, Philosophical. We had a conversation last week. And I must say it was very, 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 I don't want to say entertaining, but it was, it was real. It was a real in-depth convo. And I really appreciate him having on, having me on his platform. Be on the lookout for that very soon. Um, It will be available. I believe he told me on anchor as well as YouTube, because we did a, um, we did a video interview but the voice portion will be available on anchor and like i said the uh, video portion will be out on youtube and when it does i will be posting that link so you all can uh, check it out you know like i said i was real uh, vulnerable on it um i was my authentic self i let out some information that some people probably will be you know maybe shocked to hear about but you know what just like my platform it's life, and I don't want to hold anything back in this point of my life because, as I mentioned to uh, Phil, there are people that are probably going through certain things that I've gone through, and I feel like for them to hear it from someone, it, it, it's real, you know? So, again, be on the lookout for that. And, um, again, um, I, I'm just hoping those of you that uh, tune in, Hope everyone is still uh, staying safe, staying healthy, and just, again, continuing to uh, enjoy life. Before we start, I want to introduce my guest for this evening. This young lady, I have had the pleasure to know now for, I'd say, several months. Um, It might be going on a year. I, I don't know. I don't keep up with these type of things, but... I do know I found this young lady on an app called Booksy, B-O-O-K-S-Y. Check it out. This app, if you need, you know, haircuts, I want to say manicures, pedicures, the whole nine. Check them out. I found this young lady one day because I needed my hair to get braided 911 right away. Because another lady that I do go to on a regular, she was out of town. So I'm trying to find somebody. I couldn't get any uh, recommendations from anybody. So I ended up checking out this app. Lo and behold, I saw her ratings. People said she was amazing. She was the best. So that's all I needed to hear and see. So I, I reached out to her. Long story short, I've connected with her. She's touched my hair She's blessed it. Matter of fact, she's blessed it. I, I want to say two or three times, and she's still going to keep blessing it as long as she's around. She's making her name for herself in South Florida, and I must say, like, I'm amazed because, like I said, her work just speaks for itself. So without ado, I'm going to bring her on. Uh, her name is Samantha, a.k.a. the Don, Brazen Dades, the whole nine. So I'm going to bring her on in a few minutes. Sam, are you there? Yes, sir. Good afternoon. How are you? 
I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. Nice to hear you. Speak to you again. Thank I know you. you. I know yeah. you heard my little intro for you. Of course. I was even responding to it. I was like in the <laughs> moment with it too. <laughs> so how you been? My I've been really good. I've been really good. I just recently, a couple months ago in August, just started cosmetology school. So I've been starting a new routine in my days. I go to school at night. Um, I've been working. The new year started. So, you know, spring break is coming up and summer. The hot season is here. People are getting their hair done. So I've just been working, going to school, doing what I got to do to get to my main goal, you know. Okay, before we continue, by any chance, are you on speaker? Yes, but now, no, I just took it off. Okay, because I know you sound a little far away. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me better now? Much better, much better. Yes, yes. So, so yeah, just working, going to school, uh, playing and work. Yes, my family, of course, my grandmother, seeing her, keep, my mom. Keeping busy, keeping busy. Yes, that's good. I guess if I if not, I'm not doing nothing for your day, not leaving time. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. Now, you know, I school with them with the kids. What now? How has school been and work and all that stuff? It's been, it's been okay. Um, you know, like I said, I'm just um, counting counting down my days until summer approaches, yes. so I can really just you know let my hair down and relax. You know, um, it's been yeah, it's been you know. It's been a crazy like year, you know, and it's not even like it's not even with like with 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 COVID. It's not even about that. It's just like in general, like you hear all this like crazy shit happening and everything, you know. It's yeah, just the like aftermath of everything. It's crazy. It's like I feel like after March twenty twentieth, it's just been one big long unending year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, I haven't stopped, and then it's just. Constant, like oh 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 oh, eyes everywhere. Like, don't catch a break, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's been really. I'm looking at the calendar now. It's literally two years since you just say the world has changed, and yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. damn, you know, <laughs> really. No, all you can say. Like, is when did I get like, on this train? Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, but you know, we we we're gonna be all right. You know, it's just gonna just okay. take, it's just gonna take time for things to get back to somewhat normal. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Definitely. I wanted to ask you, which we've talked about it obviously in person, but for those that don't yeah. know, tell tell us about. How did you get into your business of 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 braiding? Like we, I, like I said, we've talked about it when we first met, but let's talk about it again. Like how, like how long it's been, and how did you start, and you know what made you want to get into this type of business now? Oh yeah, absolutely. 
so, I mean, I was 14, you know, and at that age, you have so much time to kill, you know. And just depending on how you're coming up and what your family, you know, is and what they teach you and how you view the world. And, you know, you got to be really, I've always been taught you have to put two feet on the ground, you know. So being 14, having time to kill, I kind of put two and two together. And I was already, you know, just thinking about adult life and paying bills and being able to cover things with my own money, et cetera. And sure enough, I was turning, I was about to turn 15 and I needed a job because I wanted to, you know, take a road trip to Orlando for my 15th birthday. But I didn't want my parents to really pay for it or anything. I didn't want them to worry. I wanted them to focus on whatever they need to focus about and me focus on my birthday and being able to cover the cost, you know? So, Coincidentally, I had already been watching like YouTube videos and you know tutorials on hair because I've always had a thing for beauty. It's like I've always liked makeup and hair and hairstyles since I was young, super baby. So I was 14. I was already watching videos, and then I put two and two together, and I was like, hey, like there's really no known or like common braiders in this area. And I'm sure it would be like, you know, a legit, you know, service provider to be because, you know, I'm in the area of SI. I was currently back then in the area of SIU and I was by the fair and there was a lot of uh, events in that moment, in that time coming up. It was like around this time too, like March, May, April, uh, June. And I just, I put Twitter together. I made an Instagram really quick started posting pictures, and sure enough, just word of mouth, you know, and trial and error, just, you know, you have to practice, practice, um, I love to watch videos, and keep, and keep learning, and keep doing it, and, you know, slowly, little by little, get DMs, and people will message me because of recommendations, and I was like, oh, this is something, you know, And the more you do, the more available you are, the more people start to contact you. And, you know, the most important thing is even when you don't know something, for me, like, I say this, anyone, fake it till you make it. And in the sense, fake it till you make it, like, yeah, what's it going to cost you? Like, you know, hey, you don't know the whole thing. Like, you're never going to know until you try, you know. And when are you going to try, you know, until you keep saying, oh, when the time is right, when the time is right. You know, the time is never right. You just got to go head first, you know. And if you mess up, you got to try it again until you find the right position, you know. But, yeah, that was that. Then throughout the years, just practicing school and just wanting to finish school, get my high school diploma to keep putting in work, get my license, and eventually just have my shop. I want to have it. Very soon, very soon. Now, can you remember, not exactly, I guess, you know, well, you probably could remember who, but after you just say when you when you first did your first, first, first client. Yes. How did you feel after? How did you feel? After you you worked on your first client, 
Um, I felt um, achieved and uh, relieved, <laughs> but also excited and, like, nervous, you know? Achieved, relieved, excited, and nervous. I remember exactly where it was. It was in my mom's house in my room that I share with my grandmother. And I bought the, well, she bought the extensions. Whatever. Mind you, those were the extensions. I didn't even, I didn't even know how to do a regular cornrow without extensions. And the first time I practiced was the night before on my mom. I bought some extensions from Sally Beauty or something. I just smacked it on there. And I was like, oh, my God, yo, like, you know, but finally, like, when I finally finished and got to the end of the head, I was like, oh, my God, I thought this moment would never come. It would feel forever. So I felt good. I felt at ease, and I felt like I could do it again. So excited, but nervous, but at ease. So you can say after you felt that, that you, you could have, at that moment, you saw yourself doing this, like, long-term, correct? Mm, I didn't really see a long-term. Honestly, I only saw I to do it till I reached my $400 goal that I set for myself for my birthday. <laughs> I didn't even <Okay>. know. <laughs> That's, I was like, all right, after this, I'm done. I just need some money right now. But the thing about that is that myself, whenever I get into something, I want to know more about it. And I'm going to keep looking up about it keep finding different resources and information about it and just keep practicing because it catches my eye, you know? And mm-hmm. it's a thing of creativity, too. Like, it lets you do you. It lets you put a, your own seasoning in it yourself, you know, your fingers, how you do, you know? And that's what, I mean, beauty is and hairstyling and all that stuff. Everybody, you could have a, a guide on how to do it, but you you put your piece of you in it, and that's what makes you do it. So, I didn't think about doing it forever until I was, like, 15, 16, 15 going on 16 already. And there was actually a moment that I stopped doing it for a couple months. I want to say, like, maybe five, six months. I stopped reading in a hole. You know, I was still in school. So just focusing, finishing high school and all that. And then something told me, like, you know, what am I waiting for, you know? And that's when I was working at AMC. And I saw myself there, and I was like, hey, yo, if I'm going to be working this hard, I might as well just do it for myself. Like, you know, I might as well just do it for myself. I came up with the name there in AMC. I was in the ticket uh, stand thing. And I just I needed to come up with a name that was catchy, and then I came up with Raising Baby, and I was like, oh, wow, this sounds, sounds super good. And then I quit AMC, continued doing my thing. Then... Part of me just wanted a job just to make extra money, but then I was like, I'm not going to be able to do my braiding full-blown how I want to if I keep dedicating my time to something that I don't even like for real, which was my last job at Pizza Hut, a call center. I was over it. That's when I fully was like, okay, I could do this forever. I could. The question I kept asking myself when it started till then and not necessarily, quote-unquote, forever, but I can do this until I have my money, make money for me. I can do this, meaning I can work hard, put in the work now that I'm, like, really young. I can make a brand for myself, a business. I can make my own reliability on myself, you know, and eventually 
bring and offer an experience to people in a bigger setting, you know, but that's little by little. But that's what I asked myself. I was like, can I do that forever? Can I be comfortable forever and do what I want on my own time? Yeah, I could do that. No. To get to that, what's the work that it takes? Can I do the work? Yeah, you can do the work. You just got to be dedicated and you got to, your mind has to want it to. Have to put your mind. You literally have to put your mind to it, because you can do it. You know, anybody can learn a language. You know, anybody can learn a sign language. You just gotta want to do it. If not, ain't no way you're gonna do it. Impossible. A car doesn't run. A car runs with liquid, but it's not water. It's gas. So yeah, any liquid, it's liquid, but this is gas that it is. You know. You mentioned earlier. I found it funny. You worked at uh, mm-hmm. AMC. Which which AMC did you work at? The one in Miami with the reclinable seats. You know AMC was my mm-hmm. first job also. Oh my god, are you serious? Yep. I wow. worked at the I worked at the one in the Grove back where, you know, Fat Tuesday. Mhm. Yep. That was my first mm-hmm. job. Yep. Wow. At what age is that? What the one did you start? I st- I started working there when I was 17. And wow. that so I was in the middle I was in the middle of my junior. Yeah. I was in the middle of my junior year high school and I stayed until I was 19. So I was like that was oh, maybe yeah. like my my first through my first year of college. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so awesome too. I'm like and and you built and you gave yourself the time to know how to like deal with the public and stuff, you know, at a young age too. Because I mean, yeah. it's a lot of yeah. a lot of young men out here that don't know don't know the difference between a lot of things. They don't know how to treat people with respect and stuff, you know. So yeah, having Be- that gives you that. Yeah, because you you think about it, you know, those jobs there. That's what set um <clears throat> sorry excuse me that's what sets the mm-hmm. stepping stone to build these type of careers because like you said you know you know we you worked it you dealt we dealt with all type of people you know oh, and you have to oh, you have to be able to carry a conversation delegate with yourself and you know deal with all type of you know all type of different problems that occur. Characteristics, yeah, yeah. All yeah. People like you know what people to have a conversation with, and you know what people to be, you know, cordial with, and you know, uh, here and there. Yeah. It, just, it, it depends. It depends. That that it teaches you how to read the room, and rooms, and then in life, and then mm-hmm. how to carry responsibility. You know, you got to take care of your job and what you do. Got to take care of what takes care of you. You know, but the the movie theaters because my cousin was there first, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going back." Yeah, no, I. I mean, you know, I look back and I, you know, and I was like, "That's really what started me in the workforce," you know, and and like you said, you have a lot of you have a lot of people that don't know how to talk to other people, and it's sad, and it's like, look. You don't have to be a rocket scientist okay. to be able to talk okay. to people, you know, you just say your general public. It's it's not that hard, yeah. but some people just choose not to go certain routes and it's like, okay. 
But hey, I don't know. I don't look. know. It's made it so complicated to be people. Like life is so simple. You guys think about it. It's so simple mm-hmm. to tell the truth and to just be nice. Like it's simple to not have to come up with lies and to feed the lie of the lie that you lied about. The last lie you say. You feel me? Like you got to keep up with something. That's hard. It's not yeah. hard to be simple and just, hey, this is like this, or hey, this and that, or, you know, hi, good morning. If you see a stranger at a coffee shop and, you know, whatever, like in a circumstance where you feel the vibe to say hi, just do it, you know? Like, there shouldn't be no, like, oh, I'm going to be tough, and I'm going to be like, I run the room in here, you got to say hi to me for a second. That's hard. It's hard to, oh, I have to keep up with that. It only takes in like a second, two seconds seconds. to say good morning or hi to somebody. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But some people, some people in their feelings. Yeah, yeah. So many people are human. I think a lot of people have let let go of the the human touch, you know? Yeah. Human touch. There's just a lot of tech touch now, you know, mm-hmm. like technical things, and then, then technically, you know, and then this and that. People like to get in a lot deep, like deep, deep into like just you no, know, like the simple things of life, just life. Jobs are just jobs, you know. Nowadays, like you know, nowadays, um. And, you know, this is super good for everybody, you know. Do what you want. Do getting your 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 business and stuff. But nowadays, it's found upon to have a regular, you know, job. Or we've lost, we've lost people's uh, effectiveness to do the most basic jobs. They want to keep up with them. And, you know, everybody wants to do the whole business. Well, I'm a business owner. I'm a business owner. I'm a business owner. But then... They don't keep up with the the circumstances that comes with it, you feel me? So it's like, you know, we're low on jobs everywhere now. Service everywhere sucks. Humanity sucks. People don't know how to talk to you. They don't even say, like, and it's like, oh, my God, like, you know, we've done this to ourselves, though, and, like, just people and, again, once again, again. As time just goes, you know, gives you more freedom through like social media to be brave and stuff and talk all this and that, and it catches you up in real life. Nah, yeah, it's um, things, yeah, things have to change. Um, you know, you 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 look at it and it's like okay, why are we here? Why are we doing this? And I, I, I don't know. Like, I always find myself at a crossroads trying to figure people out. Sometimes I just mm-hmm. throw my hands up in the air, really, because it's like you try to figure people out. You try yeah, to figure... You you come, at least for me, you come at a dead end. You know? It's like, okay. And I know me personally, like, let me give you an example. You know you have those type of people that go out to, you know, restaurants or different stores or whatever, and they just complain about every little thing, right? Not everything, yes. Oh, my God. Go it ahead. takes 
it takes a lot for me to go somewhere and complain. Because I like I can honestly say, like I don't. I have to admit it. I don't have the best patience. But when it comes to certain things like that, I try not to go and complain. Like really, it takes a lot mm-hmm. for me to complain. So a lot. yeah, it ta- it takes a lot. It takes a lot. But you, a like lot. I said, you, yeah. Yeah, it really like yeah, for example. My mom, my mom's a waitress. Uh-huh. Like my mom's a waitress. So I tell you, like it really takes a lot for me to like. I'll let you slide, but it's like, yo, my mom like doesn't like. I'm like, what? It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, no. I just. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna say? Yeah. Example, you were gonna say. Oh no 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 no! I was just waiting. Um, I was just um, trying to get back my train of thought. Cause I was entertaining, mm-hmm. getting entertained with your with your story, but <laughs> okay. Let me think. All right, let's say uh, go out to a restaurant, and there's something particular I want to order, and they tell me, "Oh, we just ran out." Okay, well, let me get this. Oh, I'm sorry, sir, we just ran out of that, but we have this, 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 and that. There are people that will make a show about it. Oh, I want to talk to a manager. This is ridiculous. Da, 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 da. I'm always coming here. This... I'm not that type of person. Really, it, again, it really takes a lot for me to do that. And you know what, Sam? I feel like looking back how we um, talked about AMC and stuff, I kind of mm-hmm, go back mm-hmm. to those days because we used to do customer service. And customer I know what it's... a long way, no matter what it was or where it was. Yeah. And I know what it's like to be on that end of customer service where you have to hear all different types of bullshit from people. And like I said, I try not to be that guy, you know, but at the same time, for me, the vibe has to be genuine from that person. Like if like, in other Mm -hmm. words, like I said, when we first sit down, I try to read the waiter or waitress. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you can tell when they're in a little pissed off mood or if they're very friendly, mm-hmm. things like that. That's how mm-hmm. I determine how the interaction is going to be. You know what I mean? But like I said, yes. if the interaction, if the interaction is real and something comes up, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to have a whole pity party about it. You know, you know what I'm trying to say? But no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and the thing is, like, uh, you, I mean. You know, nowadays, you just got to let people, I mean, I exactly know exactly how it is whenever it comes to dealing with people and clients and customers. So I never even, like, you know, and I try not to, like I said. I mean, the way you could, food is sacred to me. If you bring the food, like, let's say with a bad vibe, or, like, you start throwing, like, that's my thing. Once you throw, like, a napkin or, like, a utensil or, like, even a straw, that's where you honestly, I'm not going to say nothing. I mean, you got to let people have their attitude is what I was going to because you got to let people have their attitude on both sides of the stick. Let people have that attitude when you're the customer, if they're a bad service provider, or let people have the attitude when they're a customer and you're the service provider and they just want to, you know, rent. But... Yeah, when it comes to food, it's super sacred to me. Like, you're bringing, you're touching what I'm going to put inside of me. If you're bringing that with bad vibes, I'm going to eat your bad vibes, you know? Like, when yeah. you do, when I do hair, if I do hair with a bad vibe, I'm touching your scalp, I'm touching your crown, I'm I'm putting 
I'm not, you're not going to feel as hot because why? I'm not doing it with such a hot attitude, am I? No, I'm doing it, you know, unwillingly. So that's, I think for me, that's the only moment. Where, and I won't even be like loud about it. I'm going to just not tip you. And I tip crazy. Like sometimes I tip more than with the villas if I'm even getting a takeout or, or whatever, like the smallest thing and appetizer, whatever it is, you know. Because, again, my mom works that, and that's how, you know, living was provided back, you know, when I was growing up. My mom's most money came from tips, the tips of the restaurant, you know, working in AMC. And like you said, yourself, it's not that much that you get paid. And for all the work that we would do as far as customer service and then working all parts of the floor and then, even doing overtime and, you know, you still don't see it, it's like, no, no, no. I like to be good service provider and a good client, customer, everything. Because if not, mm-mm, not going to be so hot when you go out all the time. Have you ever dealt with somebody that was like, I don't want to say... I don't want to say rude, but have you ever dealt with with a client that was kind of like in their feelings or not really? Mm, yes, of course. But let me try to think about it. Let me try to think because there was one one time that was like, I was like, oh, my God, like, you know, there have been. And what I can remember mostly of how I reacted was honestly I don't even I don't even talk to them. I won't talk to them. You know, I'll kinda just be direct with what I have to do as far as the service. But get this belief I won't service them after that, you know? Mhm. That will be the first and last time, you know. And so you've dealt with it. Yeah, yeah, I've dealt with it. It's normal. Mhm. And you know, I I done the day Again, I don't even blame people. I don't blame people because I know that people, no one was raised like me. And if if people were raised like certain parts of me and stuff, then, you know, the world would be perfect. Uh, Anybody I would deal with that was like me would be perfect and I wouldn't have conflict. I wouldn't have, you know, the the chance to analyze and be like, oh, okay, this is a bad vibe. I don't want to do this, you know. Um, but people have attitudes. Yeah, people have attitudes, and you know, I honestly, I burst it off. I treat, I, I do something called the wall effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're in that part of my life, as far as I'm gonna treat you like a wall, like you're not there. You have no, you're not even a person to me. You're like, like what? Like what are you saying? Why? Are you, you know, I don't even see you. Even if you're there and I see you, and when it comes like that with a client. I don't need to be feeling like that doing, first of all, me doing the work. It's just they're sitting. I don't need to be feeling like that while I'm doing the work and in my space. And, you know, not all money is good money. So you're going to be one to give me attitude or press me or kind of demand something crazy, you know, like, you know. I'm all for the client is always correct and, and all that. Like, I always want to put people first. I always love to treat people with the correct, you know, respect and time that they have with me. But 
if I see that this person is in appreciating of that or is just super off with the vibe, mm. I won't feel this again. I don't care if it's a $300 job. I don't care if it's a celebrity. It's not happening. Because at the end of the day, we're all people. We're mm-hmm. all people, and we all have blood and veins, and you know, no one's more special than the other. I'm not more important than you. You're not more important than me. So, uh, yeah, you could go find uh, people. There's so many options of everything, you know? Sometimes, and that's okay. I love, I, you know, sometimes it's okay that some clients don't vibe with me or I don't vibe with them or I'm too much for them and they're too much for me. And, you know, that's why we have so many talented people that do so many of the same things and we have options. Speaking of celebrities, name some of the celebrities you've had um, been able to work with. Um, yes. So I've been super, super thankful, you know, and really like, wow, like to be able to, you know, be part of the moment, whatever moment it is that I'm styling send people for and you know I've had the pleasure to do George Mosdell, um Zaire Williams and from the Grizzlies, from Memphis Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks as well, um, Mario Chalmers, uh, number fifteen from the Heat, so fun. Um, Wait, who's that last person? Mario Chalmers. And then after Chalmers. Um. No, yeah, after Thomas, I said, oh, number 15 from the Heat. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I've been able to do a couple of NFL players like uh, Chris Fulton, Cameron Dantzler, and a choreographer, an amazing choreographer that literally teaches all the dance moves for all, like, the famous Grammys and Latin Music Awards and stuff, Paxton. Yeah, and a couple other people. And this has been, it's been really dope. It's been really, really, again, it's just special being able to, even as those who are not stepping into those rooms, you're worth mm-hmm. stepping into those rooms. And that's already close enough for you to be in them, you know? And just keep touching those, keep touching those, those good parts of life, you know? That's why when it comes to my career and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. How did you feel when you were contacted by these different celebrities, um, social media stars, the whole night? How did how did you feel when you got, you know, contacted by them for, for, you know, for you to, you know, to uh, produce your, your talents on them? How did it, like I say, how did, how did it make you feel knowing that, okay, I just got a call, text, DM by such and such and such. How did it make you feel when you got your first one? When I got my first one, honestly, I felt, I felt like in shock. I was like, oh, like, wow, geez, like I'm about to really do this, you know. But at the same time, I also kept in mind, you know, these are regular people too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, regular in the sense that, yeah, they're celebrities and they're known on a bigger platform than I may be, you know, because I'm in regular society. But at the end of the day, these are just, they're just people. They're people that, you know, need an exclusive service because it'll involve me going to their place, you know. That's what will feel, you know, different. But it felt, it felt normal, nerve-wracking, too, because, you know, although they are regular people, at the end of the day, I have to uphold my worth. It was really more nervous for me, you know. Like, I just, you know, I hope, like, I'm thinking, oh, my God, I need to make sure my work looks good, whether it's on Michael Jackson or the person that works on the second floor of the building that's next to me. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's fine, you know. I just need to make sure my work looks good and that they're happy. Like, that's just nerve-wracking, making sure that people are happy. And also being able to do that, being able to get contacted by, you know, somebody of uh, a platform, you know, they're counting on you to look good. And if they're counting on me, with me such little experience, I feel like that's even more pressure for me to do well. But at the same time, you got to breathe and just know people just regular people. What's the, what's the worst that can go wrong, you know? You got to make sure that whether you're touching whoever you you remember what you know how to do best, you know? Because I'm not going to lie. I've been in situations where I've been in, you know, doing a celebrity's hair, and I'm like, wow, yo, like, what is this? Like, why am I freaking out right now? I'm like, I'm in cold sweat. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's like I forget. We always, like, forget how to breathe and stuff. But at the end of the day, kind of just like, yo, I run the circus here. I'm the one doing the hair. They don't know nothing. I know. And let me tell you something. Yes, you know, Klein is always right. That's right. But, you know, in a hairstylist world, we know. Sometimes clients don't know what they're asking for. So you just got to listen, take it all in, and compromise with your client, whether it's whoever, celebrity, whoever. You just got to let them know this and this and this. This is what we're going to do. You know, let them know you're in control. Let them know you're driving the wheel. They're just a passenger in your boat, you know. Mm-hmm. And when you get off, it's going to be an experience. That's it. You need to yeah. let them know it's going to be good. You're in good hands, you know? Yeah. I mean... I, I like that. I got more confidence. I got more confidence like that. I mean, you know, it's... When you look at it, anytime someone's near a celebrity, depending, they're going to be first starstruck. I mean, that's human nature. Okay. You know, but like you said, yeah. the key, the key is to understand that they are people too, you know, but I think what happens, you, you get, I guess, a little bit of that nervousness because again, they're, they're public figures. They're well-known. And I guess you want Mm -hmm. your work to stand out so they can be like, wow. Okay. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to let so-and-so know and, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. At the end of the day, I want them to see like, damn, for, forget that that's the freaking Sean Paul. Look at those braids, you know, like who did that, you know? That was really good. And, and mm-hmm. yeah, you know, working with a figure, with a public figure does help it boost up, you know. But this is also the key. Just because you let a public figure boost up your business, you can't let it boost your head. 
and will happen now, did, to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Now, did they did they contact you directly, or did some, they have like their, some, their their people contact you? Some personally did. Some actually uh-huh. encountered in person, and then some had their people contact me, or a reference, or a barber that knew their client and they needed me. You know, it's really really advantageful to be you know, connected with different barbers from different areas, different cities, you know, mm-hmm. because you're, you're, you're on, you're, you know, you're on call for whatever. You just got to get, you know, ready for whatever. These barbers have, you know, male figures all the time. Every day it's a necessity to maintain one time, you know. So one day somebody's going to grow their hair, boom, call you through somebody, you know, or hear you through somebody or remember you. That's why I always mm-hmm. got to make sure, you know, your work is a walking art piece like in a gala, gallery, you yeah. have to reach some point. Being that mm-hmm. you're, we're, well, being that we're in South Florida and the type mm-hmm. of business you run, do you feel like it's a dog-eat-dog world? Um, mm, I feel like it's okay for people to, to try out all their, you know, all their options that they got as far as hairstylists and everything that there is. Um, I've lost clients. I've gained clients, you know. You're going to lose some and you're going to win some. Sometimes you're going to lose more and sometimes you're going to win more. It just depends how you like to move as a service provider and as a person. But <clears throat> clients are always going to cheat. Always, either sooner or later. And it's not even cheating, you know. I mean, you know, yes, it's a relationship, but there's nothing romantic. So I don't even consider it cheating. What I, what I consider it is expiration. People's time expires with you. Mm-hmm. Whether you popped your hair off or whether you moved to a different city. There's always a reason why something expires, and it's okay. It's not necessarily always like, oh, oh I found somebody better or, Oh my God! You're my backup plan. What? Like no. So it's okay. I just know that in my world, and I like to live by the saying, uh, "Always, all the time, and everything," and it works. Mm-hmm. The world is the world is yours, you know. And what I mean by that is that you know we're on the same planet Earth, you know, in orbit in the solar system. We are all seven billion on the same one. But if you think about it, and I don't know if you do this when you're in public. But I love to people watch. Do you like to people watch? I'm sorry. Say like, say that again. I missed that part. What'd you say? Do you like to people watch? Like you know, watch people and like you know, when you're in public, like you see the beach or uh, a pier or whatever, you know. Yes. I feel like every, every, yes, everybody's a different episode of a show. You know, like I tune in, boom, and I just see what they're talking about, what they're doing, and, you know, mannerisms, the laughs, the touching, this, that, and zoom back mm-hmm. out. Then the other group of people, boom, zoom in, the, 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 someone's crying, their legs crying, the, oh, my God, it's another episode, okay, zoom back. So that's what I do. And what I think that by that is that just like everybody's an episode, like, of a show, people are different worlds. It's, it's all yeah. different worlds. So you have to make sure that in your world, you are your main priority. You're the God. You're the God of your world. You know, like you really are a God. You know, and, and that's also connected to Buddhism. Like Buddhism, you are you you pray to yourself and your and your soul and your you know your being in the higher in the higher 
beyond this, you know. So the world is yours, and you've got to make sure that you're your own competition and you get better than you were, you know, months ago, weeks ago. You don't want to stay the same. You can't stay the same. Imagine you eat dinner. Imagine you eat steak and rice seven days a week, the same thing. You're going to get bored. You're going to get over it. You're going to get sick of yourself, mm-hmm. sick of the food. If you don't elevate as a person and you don't get better and you don't do nothing, you're going to stay there. And guess what? People are going to move on. People are going to expire quicker than they should around you. You know? Meanwhile, you're constantly changing, constantly innovating, and constantly bringing something to the table, bringing a new table. There's now that, you know, instead of people expiring from you, you're expiring from the people that are useless to you and not wanting to go up with you. You know? Because you only need to attract the best in your world. That's it. Your world needs the best. You've got to make sure you learn from people every day or the people you're around are learning and people that you're attracting are learning from you, et cetera, et cetera. Ladies and gentlemen, that's game right there. You know, you, 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 you have to, you have to evolve. You know, some people are scared of change. Mm-hmm. Me speaking personally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't you can't be afraid of it. You know You can. You can. And like How like Sam know? just How are you gonna know you don't do it? Yeah. Like Sam just said, you know, if you're eating the same meal, steak and rice every day, seven days a week, three sixty five, you're gonna be like, Ugh because yeah, it's the same routine. It's just like, and I know I mentioned this before on another episode. It might have been my fitness one. If you mm-hmm. go to the gym, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, and you do the same routine, the same routine now, let's say you go four or five same times weight, a week. Same, same everything, same weight, same everything, yeah. How, how, how are you going to expect to see results? You can't. You, you can't. Exactly. Why? You can't because you're not elevating the weight. You're not challenging yourself. Your body's already gotten used to the the the, the workouts you did the first three five sessions. How is it gonna evolve and grow bigger glutes? You know, you're not adding more weight. You feel me? Exactly. Yeah. You can still be burning calories and stuff, but guess what? Those calories come right back. Boom. Burn them come right back. Boom. It's a cycle. It's repetitive, repetitive again, more repetitive. You're not gonna change if you don't change something. You gotta change something, man. Ladies and gentlemen, knowledge is free. You just gotta it's listen true. and soak it and it's in. Simple, and it's simple. You know, knowledge it, it, is honestly. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's like fifty percent of the time, common sense. I promise you. But you know a lot of every topic you want to talk about. But a lot of people don't have it though, unfortunately, Sam. A lot of people don't have common sense. And it's sad it's sad to say it, but really a lot of people just don't have the common sense. It's just simple common sense. Even in topics that you don't know. Like let's say I don't know, a phlebotomist starts telling me about her job and stuff. If I don't know anything, guess what? You start asking questions. You ask people questions. 
That's mm-hmm. the key to life. Ask and find out. Ask and answer. Ask and know. Imagine somebody tells me something about phlebotomy and stuff, and I'm just, like, nodding and smiling. I look, like, dumb. I look, like, like if I'm just, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I really don't care what you're talking about. You see, that's, like, why? Why waste your time and another person's time, and why fake the vibe, you know? If you really don't know something, it's okay to not know. It's okay to learn. You've got to learn something every day. That's what I try to incorporate in my everyday life is to learn something new, you know, and you know, when my boyfriend, well, we know we're at the end of the day, and I like to ask, okay, what did you learn today? No, the smallest thing could have been, oh, I learned that a spoon metallic isn't made out of, you know, whatever fun size, you know, you just, the more you know, the better. The Mm -hmm. more open you are to conversations with people, the more knowledge, and the more you can empower other people, too, to want to learn. And keep learning, yeah. you know. You never stop. And then you don't stop. You ever remember you remember this commercial growing up and mm-hmm. I think it's been it's been around for years when they would say a mind is a terrible thing to waste. Yes. Yes. Is it a food commercial? Where no. It it's not oh man. I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was a I don't know why I'm thinking like a boy was getting ready to drop out of school or something. But at the end, they would say a mind is a terrible thing to waste, and I and I never really understood that. But now, as we're older, I understand it. That really, like, people have to just sit and really like think about like their mindsets and everything, and understand that, like, you know, if you if you're if you want to be a part of that crowd, they know everything and they don't need nobody for help. That's what that commercial yeah, applies yeah. to. That's why I say a mind is a terrible thing to waste because, like I say, if you think you know everything, you don't need nobody. You know it all. You done did it all. And it's like you're close-minded, you know, and, and, and that's and, what and, that's... And, and, yeah, yeah, that's a lot of this generation nowadays. And, it, and honestly, it all connects. Like, you know, those are the same people that get nowhere forever. Yeah. That yep. still keep saying, oh, I got it like this, I got it like this. They just go their whole life saying that they got it like this, that they got it like this. Then where, where is it? What do you, what do you got? You know, and they're kind of just like not living in reality, they're living in the cloud. You know, I like to call Let it me, the cloud. You know. Let me give you another example. This was probably way before, probably before the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah I'm trying to think. Maybe a little after the pandemic. I had a. I don't even really want to say she was a gym partner, but I guess you could say she was kind of like my little gym partner temporarily. And yeah. we would, you know, we would train together. So after a while, I'm like, you know what, let me let her, let me let her in some secrets and tips that I've learned and stuff. So I would try to tell her stuff and show her stuff and she'd like brush it off. And then one day I yeah. tried to tell her something and she's like, I know, I know, I know, I know. That's the one thing. I don't want to say hate, mm. but that's the one thing I can't stand I about hate. people. Because the first thing, yeah, because the first thing I'm thinking is, okay, if you know everything, first thing I'm asking Sam is, why the hell you came to me saying you want to train with me then? Exactly. Because because if you say you know everything, then you should be able to train on yeah. your own. So it's like you, you don't know everything. You should be a personal trainer. What's up? Why aren't you training exactly. me? Exactly. <laughs> and you know yeah. because of that... Mean? 
Yeah, and because of that, I don't even train with her now. I don't even talk to her no more. You know, and it's no, fine. Because like I say, people like that, when they know everything, stay away from me because that's scary when you know everything, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's honestly, it's, and you don't allow yourself, you don't, you just, that just shows that you don't, you like to have control because you don't know everything. Even myself, you know, when I've been at the gym, I've had guys and girls. I've had two guys and one girl come up to me and tell me, hey, you know, if you do this different, going to feel it better and I'm like oh, okay thanks y'all like thanks so much and after I try it that one day I make eye contact with them they see me I say I'm like yo genius like I totally love this now thank you for mm-hmm. making it easier for me you don't you you honestly you look you it looks good when you take an advice from somebody because it just shows that you're an open-minded person and that you're not yep. it's not a complex you carry you don't have to be complex in life life isn't complex you don't got to be complex and less than complex simple. You don't know something. So, yeah, I almost feel like a gift from, like, the universe, God, or, you know, whatever people believe in in themselves. But, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a gift. Like, like, thank you for this prize. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know, and now I know. More power, you know. Knowledge, knowledge is power. Power to you. You only stop yourself from being powerful. You stop yourself from learning. Because at that end, at that point, like you said, dead end. Nothing yeah. else. Before we wrap up, how yeah. was um how was Hype Gala? Hype Gala was so awesome. Honestly, was it going better back than the first there, one? No, it wasn't. I, it was the best. The first, I mean, and I say that I said that really quick because you weren't there. I was like, nope, it wasn't. <laughs> you weren't there. <laughs> but um, I like to say that I love the first year more. I guess I just. I saw more people, I saw more movement and stuff, and I'd like to believe that it's maybe because of, you know, COVID or just people coming out and, like, you know, money or holidays and stuff and just a lot mm-hmm. of things, you know. But at the end of the day, both years were good. This year was pretty awesome, too. I had two, three, four, I had, like, four clients come do their hair, you know, everybody was good. I made a lot of networking, nice. passed out cards, and had some shirts. And it was dope, yeah. The food trucks outside were fire. And, you know, I always like joining little big events like that because it only gives you the opportunity to just expand yourself more and have people realize you in different parts of the state. It's such a big place. You want to get a lot, the most exposure you can, you know? Please. Help whoever needs. The, the thing, the thing I think about, because like you said, yeah, I missed it this year. I didn't go, but it's funny mm-hmm. because the one from last year, I, it's still so like f- fucking funny that right, right after you finished braiding my hair, I went over yeah. and got tatted up by uh, Miss Miss Karma, which I want to give a shout out to. But that yes, shit was yes. crazy. You know? I know. You have a little bit of everything there. You have sunglasses, <laughs> sweets, tattoos, barber, myself, anesthetic. Oh, my God. You had everything. You had everything. Yeah. Shoes, clothes. Dog, for God's sake. And that was, and to be honest with you, like, that was the first time I've ever been to an event like that. And I, and I must say, like, it was pretty, it was pretty dope, you know, because like, like you just said, everything you just named, it was right there, you know? But what I just don't understand 
I guess they couldn't get another venue because I remember they, they had like one. a little. Yeah, it was the same. It was the same venue, right? Yeah. Same venue, same venue. Yeah, that's the thing. That uh, that that's what I'm saying. Like next year, hopefully, you know, uh, again, maybe you know, because of certain things, certain factors, you know, it wasn't possible. But hopefully, next year it's definitely the definitely the chances for a new venue are open, and it just keeps expanding with much more businesses to bring up and market and do their thing. Have a lot of people. A lot of sneaker vendors are there, though. I'm not gonna lie. It was mainly sneaker dominated along with clothes, but mm-hmm. it also it was nice. It was nice to have the surrounding businesses as well there too, you know. Besides the sneakers, and it was just a little bit for everybody, you know, whether you're you like shoes, sweets, or you just like to check out different things that's happening in yeah. the city. Yeah, because I saw it. They had, and I saw it. I was like, damn, them look good. They had the sweets, and then I think they had like that Christian. I don't know if he was a singer or rapper this year. So I was like, yeah, that's pretty, the thing. You know. yeah, 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 yeah. It was different. yeah. Definitely different. Definitely different and dope. The sweets, yeah, different sweets this year. They look so good. Mm. One of the first things I saw when I got there. Yeah, no, was I was good. like, I saw it. I'm like, damn. Take it for them, like, the year I'm not there to have some extra stuff. Because I know last year, like I said, when you finished with my hair, before I met up with Karma, mm-hmm. she um, told me, we'll go, you know, go outside, hit up a food truck, and then I'll be ready. So I forgot what food truck I had, but it was some bomb-ass food I had while I waited for her to give me the... Oh, what did I have? I think I had... um, It's coming... It's coming to me. I think I had, um, uh, I think I had, oh, I want to say I had, I think I had chicken quesadillas. Yes, from La Catrina, from La Catrina. Yeah, Maybe so, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. From last year. Yeah, I had birria tacos from there this year. Okay, yeah, them shits were fire. I was like, whoa. So good. I know. Yeah, so, so maybe like, so maybe like you know, depending if they can if they can do it. Yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I mean, personally, the location was great because it's not that far from me. But mm-hmm. now that I thought about it, for the people that that showed up, the nice little crowds they had, it would have been good to have been like in a larger facility so people could have more space to move about and walk around and stuff. But hey, yeah, you know they made it. Listen, and they made it work two years in a row, so you can't really complain on that sense, you know? Nope, not at all. You got the space, so we're still working, so. Yeah. yeah and now for next year, third time's a charm. That's it. Ooh. Bingo. Mm-hmm. I know I wanted to ask you. Yes, yes. On an average day, because mm-hmm. you, okay, you work, oh, I'm, I'm forgetting, I think you work like, what, five, four or five times a week? But yeah, like five to six, yeah, depending. Some Mondays I have open, some I don't, depending how I feel. But for sure, for sure, Tuesday to Saturdays, Tuesday to Saturday. On, on average, on average, mm-hmm. how many people do you see in a day? Mm, five to six. Five to six? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I was thinking like, honestly, I don't know why I was thinking like between eight to ten, because I know you go hard. <laughs> yeah, I told, yeah, I, I, and I was, and I was, I would even do seven to eight, nine even, but 
before I started school, I would be able ah. to work so late. No, okay. Yeah, now I have school. I was leaving from six to ten, but you know me. I will even go. I will go work until twelve one a.m. Mhm. Yep. That's so why I'm I say like you eight a.m. <laughs> you go hard in that paint. You know. Yeah. So what's next for you? Okay. What's 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 next, what's next for, for me? My my shop next year by my birthday is okay. honestly what's next for me. My shop next year for my twenty first birthday, and I want to hopefully by next year as well buy my first property. Um, I want to make it an investment property and I want to start leaning into that source of business because, hey, it's never going to run out. It's never going to run out. And that's what I meant by, you know, having my money work for me. I want to have different investments put in things that are only going to go up in value and that's properties. And then, of course, my passion, which is my shop. And my shop really is going to be more like a studio lounge, you know. And I don't want to call it like a beauty salon or a barber shop. I'm going to have to register it under a salon because of the cosmetology license. But I'm going to have beauty mm-hmm. there. Yep. But in general, it will be a studio lounge. You know, I want it to be a place where people can come. And, you know, if you're a shoe designer, you can come design your shoes there. If you... Um, if you have a podcast, there's going to be a room there, you know. If you want to come play pool and have a beer, you can do it there. Have a glass of wine and chill on the couch. You can do it there, you know. Um, eventually, you know, depending, you know, as laws change, I want to eventually, you know, hold private, private events, private cannabis events, all that stuff. But all in due time, depending how things move, but... Yeah, I want to have different, just a creative space for people that create. But not only do you create, you got to be about your work. you got to be about it. you got to be about because that's what I, that's what I do. And that's what I encourage and that's what I want. And I want to see people put 110%, 1,000% to what they do, you know. And it has to, yeah, be a creative space for art, art. Everything is art, you know, from hair to shoes to just clothes to whatever, to socializing, the art of socializing, the art of having fun, the art of being in a living room that's not yours. <laughs> that's how I picture my place to be in. Making those... I see it in my... Mm-hmm. No, 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 keep going, keep going. Uh-uh, keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, just, I want to see... um. That's what I want. I just want to bring comfortability and luxury to somebody. A living room that's not yours, you know. Making those boss moves. That's the only thing to do. It's the only wise thing to do when you have time, you know. Why not? That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, you yeah. know, I wish you, I wish you all the best. I really do hope to see all these thank things in fruition that's for you next year. You know, I really yes, do. Sir. Um, and same with you, with everything that you got going on. And this podcast, I remember you talking about it when you were in my chair. Like, you know, you just, and that's something that we really agreed on was we love talking to people and just being able to have a conversation and, you know, it just flowing and being what it is. People, humans, being humans. Yep. What more does it take? What does it take? Look, just one hour of talking, and I'm sure if we were to have even more time and talk, like, let's say, on a regular day, uh, you know, there'd be hours to talk. So, 
you talking about how you want to do this and you better for life. So proud of seeing this and so proud of you putting where you love and where your passion is, which it is talking about things in life, things that go on, current events, seeing people's different opinions and point of views. This is honestly one of the best things that you could have done for yourself and that's coming out right now in the world society. A lot of people like seeing a lot of people's opinions and stuff and what better yeah. women to do it through a reliable source, you feel me? That's why, like I said, that's why um, last week I got on, um, you know, this uh, podcast called Let's Rap. I got on there with them because there there were some topics on there that I really wanted to talk about. And like I said, I wanted it to be, you know, real and authentic. And he, he DM'd me on um, Instagram and basically was like, you know, that was one of the, you know, realest conversations. And, you know, I, wow. I, I told him. You know, I told him, I said, you know, that's that's what it's that's what it's about because I that's said, what it's look, about. it's supposed to be supposed to be authentic. You can't stage this. You really can't. Mm-mm. No, 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 you can't. And you know, with me, you know, I'm um, like I said, I'm still fresh in it. But believe it or not, come August will be already a year that I've been doing it. Um, but I don't have like as much um, content as I thought I would by this year. But, you know, listen, again, like I tell everybody, I'm still new at it. I'm not an expert, hey, not a professional. Oh, you're almost at literally a thousand. You know, you know what it is to, like, have a thousand for a podcast for people to listen where you got to say? You got 800 people wanting to know what you got to say, you know? That's listen, beyond me. <laughs> Sam, that's... That's yeah. so, you know, that was so, like, amazing for me, which I got to probably do a post later about 800. That I, I started, yeah, to. I started the page. See, I started my first episode last year, August. I might have started mm-hmm. the page, like, right after or maybe, like, early September. So when I first started, I'm like, all right, whatever. I had, like, 20, 50, and then it got to 100. And then, like, slowly was climbing to, like, two, three. And I'm like, geez, two, I'm three, over, four. like. Damn, when did, you, when did you notice that you had, like, a big number? When did you notice? I think once I started I hitting over. I noticed at 534. I noticed at 534 followers. I was like, shit, I got 534. Damn. I think once mm-hmm. I really, okay, once I hit 100, I'm like, all right, I'll be at 100 or whatever. But once I hit, oh, like, God. when I hit, like, 200, I'm like, oh, shit. Then when it went to like past three, I'm like, what the fuck? And when I hit 500, I'm like, golly. Oh, and then I started hitting. I just hit, I just hit 800 the other day because I was doing like a countdown on my phone. Like I was literally Sam at 7.99, and then I look at my phone. Oh, so and so, so and so is following you. I'm like, shit. So I'm like, you know, hey, you know, I, I didn't expect this. I mean. Do I talk to everybody? No, but what I'm doing, I'm being smart about it. I'm trying to be more interactive with people, but it's yeah. like, damn, like right now I'm looking, I'm at like eight, let me see, I'm at 811 followers. Yeah, 800, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like I thought I was like, oh, this is the life, this is the life. Yeah, yeah. And somebody, and and I look at, I looked on my um, notifications and yesterday somebody shouted me out. There was a post, which I'll talk about. Okay. Uh, let's go back. Let's yes, go back. Yes, yes. There was a post 
one of the um one of the um pages I follow and they follow me back. Um shout them out. Uh the Queen Collective. Um yes. their podcast. They made a post about um comment all your favorites below. So there was another um podcast, shout them out. Um Life Just Ain't Fair. Shout you know, shout y'all out too. We follow each other. Yeah. They link they linked me on the tag, and I was like, oh, shoot. You oh, know, wow. So, like, yeah, the lives. They, they got, <laughs> the title isn't too far from a part. Okay. Yeah. So, like I said, and then, um, you know, I just um, also put my, um, I put my podcast on um, iHeartRadio now, Sam. So, basically, my Ooh. platforms, yeah, I had a... Let me see. I, I'm on Spotify. I'm on Apple. I'm on I'm on Google, and I'm also on another platform, but I forgot the name of it. But they're only mostly for Apple users, but I forgot the name of it. And then right. iHeart Ra- Radio, I had to reach out to them because it at first it was rejected, and I'm thinking I'm like, well, damn, is my content crazy? But then I reached out to the the people behind the, you know, behind that, you know, the help desk or whatever you want to call them, the people that mm-hmm. help you out when you have problems putting your content out. And the guy was right. like, he hit me back the other day. He's like, all right. He's like, your, 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 your podcast is live now on iHeartRadio. So, wow. you know, I'm happy about that. Yeah, um, and then yeah. I might, which I don't want to spill the beans yet, but I might be putting my, I don't know yet. I got to do some more research. I might be putting my show on a um on a radio um on a radio uh platform that does well I could shout them out. Um let me go back to my DMs. I wanna shout out the uh, the block one oh five radio station. Um I reached out to them. Please. They they're a radio station that they do hip hop, R and B, they do podcasts, they do interviews with different mm-hmm. people. I reached out, so mm-hmm. I'm working on that. I'm thinking about putting my my uh, shows on their platform, so you'll be able to hear it on there. So I'm just trying to make some moves, you know what I mean? So definitely, never yeah. stop. Like I said, you never get too comfortable. No, never. you always no. gotta keep innovating it, innovating what you got, get what you got, That's hold it. on to it, and keep moving it. Yeah. So, but okay. yeah, Sam, um, I I appreciate. Like I said, I appreciate you because I know you got to get ready to go to school in a minute. So I'm watching the yeah. clock. I'm like, all right, I promised her a certain time because I know she got to go to school. Do you <laughs> yes. you have any, um, you know, some shout outs and at the end, you know, yes. shoot your information out yes. for people. So, yes. Yeah. I go really ahead. do. I really do. I, I want to shout out uh, Maddox, my sister, M-A-D-D-I-K-T on Instagram. She is an awesome cosmetologist. She does everything from beauty to makeup to everything, 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 everything. So, ladies that you're listening, if you're in Miami and you find yourself to ever hit Miami from here and you want to get your hair done, get beautified, please don't hesitate. It comes from a great place. And I want to shout out uh, Latino underscore Tarantino on Instagram. That's Latino underscore T-A-R-A-N-T-I-N-O. And he's just hilarious. He's a stand-up comedian here from Miami. He does funny, funny ass skits. 
with a bunch of locals from other states and super good whenever he's in Miami he has shows so don't hesitate to you know look up the shows that he has posted to get a couple laughs enjoy some drinks and yeah and of course shout out to yourself mister life is good podcast for having me being the first podcast to you know be interested in having my opinions and talking and just super thankful and again super proud of you and seeing what you've been able to accomplish from when you started it off till now. I appreciate it. And most importantly, yes, Sam, how can people reach you if they if they're ever here in Miami and they need to get laced up? How how can they reach you? You need to reach me. Braids with a Z B R A I D Z in in I N D A D E Dave Braves and Dave. They could contact me through Instagram. Send me a DM with the reference that they were sent from here, or they could find me on Booksy by typing in the same name Braves and Dave. Instagram and Booksy. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. So yes, it is. If any anything you need. Those are the people you can reach out to. Yeah, of course, here we are. My platform is always open. Life Podcast underscore eighty four is my IG. Let me make sure because I always say it wrong. Yes, Life Podcast underscore eighty four. My email. Yeah. If you need to reach me for anything, business inquiries, anything, um, collabs, reach me at. This is the life podcast eighty four at gmail dot com. Okay, like I said, I'm open to have any type of discussions with anyone. And you know, like I said, I'm here. You know, we all need to work together. Um again, you know, it's so much opportunities, ladies and gentlemen. You know, don't be afraid to reach out to people. Okay. Yep. Sam Again, sweetheart, appreciate you. Yes, sorry, Sam Sizzle. Sam (laughs) Sizzle. Sizzle. (laughs) I appreciate you. I will definitely be seeing you soon. Um, Until then, you know, I'll hit you up, you know, and if you need anything, let me know. Take care of yourself. Have a good day in class, and we'll be talking, okay? All right. Have a great remaining of the day. Eat well, sleep well, and the sun comes up again. Tomorrow. <laughs> Tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Thank take it so easy, much. okay? Yes, sir. All right. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was fun. And you know, I need to apologize. I do need to do another shout out. I I com- it completely went over my head. I want to shout out Leading While Black. That podcast is off the chain. I actually last week we had a wonderful Zoom meeting me and several different other people. Um, it was, I don't want to sound politically correct, but it was basically for those that identify as black and it was, it was wonderful to connect with my people. 
So I, I thank you for having me on, and I do look forward to meeting back with you guys next month. All right, so much love to you. Much love to everybody. Um, I don't have a funny closing note today, but again, I just want to keep telling everybody, stay safe out here. Please watch your back. You got people that are going rampant, going crazy, losing their mind. Look, on the real, take it from somebody who's had the experience. If somebody bumps into you, just say my bad, keep it moving, ask them if they're good. Listen, don't piss anybody off. Don't don't flick anybody off because people around here are running around strapped. I know I stay strapped, but not all the time, but I do stay strapped. But the point is, stay safe. Come back home to your loved ones. God bless you. Until next time, I'm out.